Hello and welcome. It's not good morning, but rather good evening on Tuesday, the 17th of November, 2020, and we're back with episode 171. Before getting started, please don't forget to drop me five stars on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of this show, and of course, be sure to follow me on all social media at Autonomous Hogue, and if you're in the autonomous vehicle industry, either on the technology side or the OEM side or municipality, insurance, real estate, construction, really anything in between, be sure to check us out at hogandco.com. That's H-O-A-G-A-N-D-C-O.com. All right, well, today, Uber gives up on self-driving. More on Motional, and Honda makes it to level three. Maybe. Eventually. All this, right now. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, so to kick things off today, uh, looks like Uber is giving up on autonomous driving altogether. Yeah, it looks like they are uh, ready to sell their ATG division. That's the Advanced Technologies Group based in Pittsburgh. This thing was worth something around $7 billion after it received a billion-dollar investment from Toyota, from Denso, from SoftBank. And, uh, yeah, now it's up for sale. If this sounds at all familiar, it's because, yeah, we just recently talked about Mercedes giving up on its autonomous vehicle ambitions, at least for passenger vehicles. Daimler as a whole is indeed partnering up with Waymo for their trucking division. But, you know, this just kind of is like another data point in this whole universe of companies just kind of giving up or, or, or reprioritizing or whatever you want to call it. I mean, this is pretty remarkable. I mean, I, I'm not embarrassed to admit that I went on the record, you know, at least I think I went on the record, you know, sort of assuming that Uber was going to really come out on top with their AV ambitions, but I guess it really all kind of started to fall apart, didn't it, um, back in early 2018. I remember it quite well because I had just started this podcast in February of 2018. You can imagine my obviously very distressed surprise to hear just a month later, I think for my 11th or 12th episode, um, of course, the, the tragic news that an Uber test vehicle, an XC90 Volvo, had struck and killed a pedestrian in Arizona. And I feel like everything kind of went downhill from there. And now, well, it looks like Uber's ATG division, as I say, is up for sale. And it looks like Aurora uh, might be the ones to gobble it up. Apparently, talks are kind of pretty deep now since uh, since last month. And um, this could very well happen. This is a pretty big deal. And it's kind of neat how it goes full circle. So Aurora is headed by Chris Urmson. He, of course, along with Anthony Lewandowski, are the duo that effectively made... They effectively kind of really jump-started the entire AV revolution, let's face it. I mean, with the original Google self-driving car project, which eventually was spun out to become Waymo. Anyway, um, so so Chris uh, and Aurora and his team, they, uh, you know, if they take over Uber's ATGs, this is a pretty big deal because Aurora, of course, have been developing their own self-driving car stack to be able to acquire all the technology and certainly the mental 
you know, the, the, the mental capital of Uber ATG, that would be a really big addition, I think, to their arsenal of, of, of creativity and talent that they have already. Uh, and, and so, you know, but, but to me, the bigger question is, what does this mean for Uber? Like, where does Uber go next? I mean, is that it? Are they just done? They've, 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 they've given up on autonomous vehicles altogether. So I suspect not. I, I, uh, you know, this, this is a sort of thing we've been seeing a lot, right? So all sorts of companies are partnering up or giving up or selling off or selling out to, um, you know, for instance, uh, Zooks, right? Got gobbled up by Amazon. We've talked a lot about the various partnerships as between Hyundai and Aptiv and, and, and which recently, by the way, just spun out this new joint venture called Motional, which we talked about recently. And we're going to talk again today in the next segment. Um, obviously Ford and Argo and then Volkswagen getting involved also with Argo. There's just, there's just so much interplay as between all these different companies because, again, this is really difficult stuff to get right. So I don't think that, that, that Uber is just going to completely give up and walk away entirely from AVs. I suspect they're going to sort of, I don't know, I, I think they're going to keep some, some, some ownership of, the, of, of, of that division. I think they are going to eventually um, probably license the tech back from Aurora to incorporate in their vehicles once Aurora does. I mean, because really what's happening here, it's no different than if Uber and Aurora just kind of partnered up on this, right? So so effectively, Uber would say, look, we're, we're, we're not doing this. Uh, Aurora, you know, you guys, you, you guys do this. We're going to bake the technology into the car. So Uber is effectively selling this tech that they've got so far. Aurora is going to make it actually work. Uber is then going to license this stuff from Aurora and kind of um, yeah, bake it into their cars in the future. There is no way in hell that Uber is not going to have self-driving vehicles in their, in their arsenal. It's, just, it's not going to happen. But I think this is probably a good next step. I think it makes sense not to mix competencies. Uh, again, this is why we see so much partnering up as between different companies, because automotive companies can't do AV and AV companies, except for Tesla, can't do automotive. Zooks was the only notable uh, exception to this, but they also, you know, they got gobbled up by Amazon, for better or worse. Um, so we shall see. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so two episodes back, we talked a bit about Motional. So if you remember, Hyundai and Aptive partnered up. They produced a joint venture called Motional. Motional then just partnered up with Via. It's a shuttle ride service that partners with municipalities. And well, the idea would be that Motional would give Via driverless capabilities. And now it looks like Motional is itself going to be launching uh, true driverless vehicle testing in Las Vegas. Yeah, Nevada just granted Motional the right to operate its AVs without any human safety driver in the car at all. If this sounds familiar, that's obviously way more doing in Arizona. And Cruise just became one of five other companies granted a similar permit to do driverless testing in California as well. So the idea is, so remember, Motional is a joint venture between Hyundai and Aptiv. Well, Aptiv, though, already has been in partnership with Lyft. 
And uh, in this case, though, Motional will be an altogether separate thing to the ride-sharing program that Aptiv is doing with Lyft. Those are level four vehicles. They have a backup driver in the car. So Motional's true driverless level five vehicles will indeed be a totally separate thing. So Motional's apparently taking a blank slate approach to all this. They've got their so-called next-gen vehicles they're currently developing. The idea is, and this is to quote the spokesperson from Motional, that quote-unquote, these robotaxis will be driverless-ready, meaning they'll come off the assembly line integrated with the sensors, computers, and software to enable fully driverless operation. And the idea is that these will be uh, available come 2022. All right, finally, um, it looks like Honda doesn't want to be left out of the game, and it looks like they are going to be the first, well, they are claiming that they will become the first car maker to produce vehicles with so-called level three capabilities. If this sounds a bit disingenuous, it's because you might remember a while back, Audi had just announced that their new, I believe it was 2019 or 2020, A8 luxury sedan was going to have level three capabilities, which in their case really means traffic jam assist. So traffic jam assist is the thing where, well, in a traffic jam, the car is basically doing everything for you. You don't really have to do anything at all. You do have to be ready to take over at a moment's notice, but the car is otherwise quite capable. Well, in this case, um, yeah, Honda is going to be doing the same thing. The idea is that this too then will be a so-called implementation of Traffic Jam Assist called Traffic Jam Pilot. Uh, so this means that the driver can actually take their eyes off the road in traffic jams while it's engaged. If this sounds sort of unclear, I, I do have to say, I think there is some misunderstanding as between levels two, three, and four. So let's try to just clarify this a bit further, right? So a Tesla is, strictly speaking, level two. Why? Because you have to actively monitor the road and the driving at all times. Yes, it'll do steering more or less in most scenarios, well, in some scenarios. Uh, yes, it'll do emergency braking and acceleration and braking generally, but you have to be constantly on guard and absolutely 100% attentive at all times. Traffic jam assist, again, with level three, means that in traffic jams, you theoretically don't need to actually really be paying attention. You can take your eyes off the road. Level four means you can take your eyes off the road in, well, all conditions except where the, can't, the car can't drive, in which case it'll give you a heads up, hey, I can't drive here, and then you take over, although not at a moment's notice, like you'd have to with level three, and then, of course, level five means no steering wheel at all. So, um, if it sounds a bit concerning, um, yeah, level three is often seen as a potentially very risky, very kind of dangerous interim state. Some companies, I know Ford, I think was amongst them. And I want to say maybe Volvo as well. I don't remember though, um, have actually suggested they're going to skip level three entirely, that it's just too uncertain. It's a bit too risky. Anyway, in this case, Honda does plan to deploy its level three Honda legend, uh, in March of 2021, obviously, I'm very eager to see how this goes. So, um, well, come March 2021, we'll have a lot more about the Honda Legend. And on that note, uh, that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you back here on Friday, which, if all goes according to plan, uh, there should be a wonderful discussion with the good folks over at Ride OS. Until then, thanks so much for listening. See you back here on Friday. Take care. Bye-bye.